Hello, Boblets, and welcome to another episode of the Bobby Nutrition Podcast with myself, Rob Hannigan, head coach and owner of Bobby Nutrition Limited, um, with a relatively husky voice today, recovering from um, a relatively pathetic chesty cough. Um, where I don't just help you understand more about calories and macros, but I help you understand yourself a little bit better as well. And today comes with um, some real transparency, I think, because um, I had one of those moments, one of those, ah, wow, I I thought I was over this kind of moments. And it really threw me. It really threw me, um, even to this point now. Um, I'm still having to stop myself from justifying the whole situation to myself, etc., etc. That will make more sense in a minute. Um, and the situation I'm talking about is the classic, you will all be familiar with this. I'm absolutely sure most human bloody beings are. Um, the moment I'm talking about is the classic bad photo situation. Um, some of us feel it every time we look in the mirror. Some of us feel it um, in every photo. Some of us feel it in the odd photo. Doesn't matter. Feel shit, right? Um, so for me, we were at the beach. Um, Jess Louie and myself. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Um, Jess uh, stuck behind on, on the beach, on the sandy bit, with, with our stuff, while, um, while Louie and I went and had a little splash in the water. Uh, we're very lucky here. We, um, we, I'm in the Wirral. Um, we have a place called New Brighton, about three minutes um, drive down the road from us. That's our coast. So um, every fucker and their dog goes there when the, when about 10 degrees of sun comes out. Um, so we thought, you know, let's take advantage of that. Let's be as original as the other 5 billion bloody people there that day, verbally abusing each other for car spaces uh, and spend some time on the beach. How lovely. Anyway, um, Jess took some photos of Louis and myself together and... When I looked at them afterwards, I was just gutted. I was, I, w- I was gutted. Uh, I couldn't understand it. I, I, I was, I was, I was looking back at the. I was like, "Is that me?" Um, and it it's 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 really difficult to process even now if I'm not able to manage myself correctly. Um, because. On one hand, I want to think that as long as I'm happy and healthy, I'm good. That's what I talk about all the time. So when this feeling came along, it completely contradicted that. And that pissed me off as well. Um, The idea of being happy and healthy, that's a value that I've worked so hard on for myself. Um... But arguably, even more importantly, for you guys and and my clients, it's it's um, it's tough when you have your beliefs challenged like that. Um, so it put me in a in a truly difficult spot. Um, honestly, um, making me feel like a hypocrite. Um, 
first uh the wave that came was all about uh, my body image itself i remember saying to myself i said it to jess because you know we like to talk um you know we're very good at that like we'll we'll pry when we know the other one needs to talk so you know she knew i needed to talk about it and um and we did and i remember saying to her do i work this hard at the gym for that is that is that i thought i was you know um looking good quote unquote right um and i was spotting every role possible in my midsection um and and then i thought to myself how fucking dare i i i would never ever think that of anyone else so how dare i chastise myself for it um and then you start justifying it back and forth right like a fucking tennis match maybe i do look okay and it's just a bad angle but there were loads of photos and i looked shit in every one but i never look like that to myself so which is right you know is it how i see myself in the mirror every day or is it these photos um how do i actually look and then wait why should any of that even matter to me do i only matter if i look good no of course you matter um but it's okay to feel a bit shit about how you look but is it that doesn't align with with my message at all so why do i feel like this don't think about that rob what about um what about your body don't forget that and it's so much information um externally driven information old values creeping in um coming at you from all angles all of your past insecurities words from other people over the years how you've thought about yourself as a result over the years a billion contradictions in uh, it's it's too difficult to compute it really is when you're in that position it's so difficult to compute um these contradictions emotional contradictions it's um it's a mind fuck quite honestly um so why am i telling you this um well because i suffer too um i don't just suffer with body image i suffer with the emotional contradictions that come with it um because it makes me feel like a fraud at times um i felt like a fraud that day um i still can't really figure out which part of it i am more upset about um the the images themselves or my perception of the images um you know how very fucking dare i preach about long-term fulfillment um when this happens how dare i um well i'll tell you why it's it's because i'm a human being um and i, I suppose we we forget that sometimes um the emotions that drive me will always be there somewhere um they don't just disappear you don't suddenly turn into a psychopath they'll um they'll just be managed somewhat more efficiently that's that's really the best you can hope for 
that's um, that's all we can do, guys. Really, until um, if you're fortunate enough, if you are very persistent, if you are very consistent in um, holding yourself accountable to these emotions, that's if you are fortunate enough to have um, developed an acute sense of awareness to even spot them in the first place. If you are persistent in your objective management of those types of situations um, and until that can reframe your belief system um, sound but that shit takes time if it ever fully changes um, if ever right um, so right now whilst um, whilst it got to me it didn't dictate my day to be honest it didn't um, it didn't dictate my mood in the end it would have in the past it would have right you know self-entitled me um, someone you know someone understand me someone give me a pat on the back um, but this this idea of being constantly happy um, this is just another example of, of how impossible that is. Um, you can't be constantly happy. Things like this are going to happen. It, it sucks when it's stuff that you... Um, you <clears throat> stuff that challenges your inherent belief system and what you value. That, um, that, does, that is a bit shit, but it will happen. Um... But it's not about living a life free of problems. It's not. As as Mark Manson says, choose your fucks wisely. Um, because there's only so many that you can give out. If you give your fucks to everything, um, well, you're going to be a pretty pissed off person. Um, you've, got to, um, you've got to identify um, the subtleties of of your own bullshit so you can call yourself out it doesn't stop that feeling from from coming um sometimes like with with myself it'll even it'll even take you by surprise um but it will still come more likely than not the trick is to manage it um i use astronauts as as reference for this type of situation all the time but that's why um Tom Hanks and the team are so bloody good in in um, in Apollo thirteen, right? Because um, they uh, under all that pressure, the emotions are still there. They've got family. They're human beings. They're still going to feel stuff. Their feelings of resentment um, of the situation. Why did I have to? Those feelings. Those irrational human feelings will still come. The trick is to be able to. Um, if you can put yourself in these situations frequently enough, then they become easier to manage because, you know, you literally get used to them. It's like practicing anything. Exposure, that, that's what exposure to the fear really is. You know, when you go to, um, when you go to a psychiatrist for, um, for an irrational fear of anything, let's say you, if you're like my mother and you've got a fear of spiders, what does the psychiatrist do? Well, they, they, um, they show a picture of the spider to the person, which will, you know, scare the shit out of them, 
but then I'll get a bit used to it. And then you, you take it a notch up and you maybe um, show them a video of a spider. It's a bit more real until eventually you have them holding a spider. Just baby steps exposing you to that type of fear. So if you are fortunate enough to where this thing that you need to develop um, a sense of awareness of is um, is something you can routinely expose yourself to, then do it. You know, if my advice to you is that if you have a body image problem, fucking look at it every day, expose yourself to it and understand it more. Don't hide away from it. If you hide away from it, when, um, and we need to be practical with this as well, because you, there are, I, I don't like hiding from anything, but there are, um, certain um, certain extenuating circumstances whereby if the thing you're hiding from is never, and you know it's never going to pop up again, then I suppose what's the harm in hiding from it, right? Um, a good example of those is scales, yeah? You don't really have to, why do you ever need to jump on the scales again? You don't really need to. Um, and even in those circumstances, I'm a fan of, well, maybe we should expose you to it because has the fear really gone? Is it going to manifest in another way? You know, it's difficult to know. Um, but if you are able to expose yourself um, to this type of thing routinely, and if it's body image in particular, um, I say do it. As long as you have the tools in place to manage it, right? Um, that's very important. You know, ideally you want a coach, you want a therapist, whatever it may be. Um, but how else um, can you manage that? I um, the way I like to do it is to is to compare and contrast it versus what I truly value. Um, compare and contrast this specific moment, this difficult isolated experience, with what means the most to me in the world. So that would be family, Louis, Jess, mum, dad. Um, then it would be uh, my, my boblets, my clients, my business, a roof over our heads, being financially stable, being healthy. So you'll have a list, identify your value list, and then ask yourself, does it directly, does this situation, this isolated incident, does it directly contradict any of those things? Uh, more often than not, the answer is no. Okay. And it would be nice to say, so you forget about it entirely and you're absolutely fine. But the reality is, is that you're not, okay? Um, your perspective is reframed, um, but you're not instantly happy because of this. You don't completely stop caring about what you look like. That's, that's naive, it, it, it contradicts human psychology. If indeed what you look like is something that you've always valued, right? You can train it out of yourself, um, but you know these these feelings will still crop up um, because the the whole Bobby Nutrition ethos does sit in a very lonely place of the fitness industry, promoting weight loss as well as body acceptance. Um, that can be a very lonely place because if you take the far end of each of those ideologies, they're, they're fucking enemies, man. 
Yeah, if you get the the um, the zealots uh, of each of those uh, parties arguing in the comment section, phew, forget it. It's a fucking war zone. So sitting within both of them is a tough place to be sometimes. And that's exactly where I felt from myself after seeing those photos. Um, so my message to you is that it's uh, it's okay to be okay with where you are. Well, that's a pretty decent place to be. Um, but it is okay to, to not be okay with where you are. Because every one of your heroes, idols, coaches, parents, any role model, um, every one of them has not been okay. And every one of them will not be okay. Um, but neither being okay nor being not okay defines your future self. So remember that. Neither being okay nor being not okay defines your future self. Your future self is based on how you act in the present. Um, so your perspective and reactions, they're all that you can control right now. And this is, this is um, I think this is where I struggled with the situation was that I, I completely lost, um, lost uh, identification of what I could control and what I couldn't control. And I was trying to control um, my image in that moment when all I really could control was my perception of that image. That's all I could control. Um, but what do we do as, as human beings? We try to we want instant gratification, don't we? Um, and that overpowered me in that moment. Um, so every time you don't feel okay, every time you feel like you have a right to throw a strop, and every time you feel guilty for wanting to throw a strop, but then feel like you have to stop yourself because it didn't fit my value system, all of the back and forth contradictions in your mind, they're all okay. They're all part of the process. Um, and if you're any anything like myself, you know, you'll make the mistake of thinking, well, the whole point of this journey is to be okay with everything all the time. And it just isn't. It, it's being okay with not being okay. That's the point. It's about identifying what fucks you're willing to give. Um, so please know that you are absolutely not the only one at all, at all. We all struggle with our past stories, ruling how we react to things today, all of us. Um, uh, sometimes the best you can do is sit with it, uh, take it in, sit with the feeling, go for a walk, smash a gym session, Use these tools to manage some perspective. And tomorrow, more likely than not, will feel like a different day. More likely than not. Maybe it won't be tomorrow, but I promise, eventually, it will feel like a different day.
And if it doesn't feel like a different day, it's it's probably just because you don't have those tools in place to be able to manage yourself objectively and you're still wallowing somewhat. Um, but it's up to you um, how, how, how you want to wallow, what you want to wallow over, um, and how long you want to keep feeling that way. We all... We all have somewhat of a choice in the end. We can't choose how we feel, but we can choose um, the the potential to reframe things differently. You know, to to maintain a slightly different perspective. We've all got the potential for that, regardless of how difficult or traumatic the situation might be. Um, but we don't want to do that in that moment. We want the attention. We, we want to be hugged, we want to be helped, but the problem with wanting to be helped in those situations and wanting to be understood and wanting to be heard is that being heard doesn't solve shit. It doesn't solve anything. It just strokes the ego, that's all. Um, so do stuff, take it in, compare it and contrast, compare and contrast it against um, your identified values hit a gym session up, get some endorphins going. Um, and like I said, tomorrow will probably, if you are willing to let go of, of, of the situation, um, it will probably feel like a different day. So if that is today, um, I will leave you um, with this, with that. Um, and until... A different day, ladies and gents. Take care and understand yourself a little bit better.